dream of a vivid Do you dream of a vivid piece of poetry Like it's moving into something Like it's woven into something Just like tapestry with VI Playlist. I'm here with uh, Eric Tilia from Dwellings and Roman Pilot. Uh, how are you doing tonight, man? Doing great, man. I'm really glad to be here or that you hit me up. Yeah, man. No problem. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. God damn it, my cat. Dude, I swear. It's always <laughs> something in this house. <laughs> <We got it. laughs> so I guess All that's good. what happens when you have three kids, a dog, and a cat. <laughs> I can't 
imagine. I can't imagine. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. <laughs> like constant chaos around here. Uh, so today we're going to make a playlist based off of some of the questions I asked you. Is there anything you want to name it? Oh uh, yeah, I'll have it. <laughs> I'll have it called the uh, Panties Flying Playlist, and I think that'll draw some attention, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So like some of the first questions I like to ask are like, uh, how, how did you get started into playing an instrument? Oh my God. It sounds super cheesy, but like, this was literally the thing that happened. Like I, like one day when I was like 12, I listened to Stairway to Heaven and I know it's so <laughs> cliche. And I was like, I have to learn that song. And then at first I got a right-handed guitar and learned it upside down. So it was kind of like, cause I'm left-handed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I realized that the other way is easier. So, yeah. <laughs> so you know what? That seems to be a fairly common thing. Is that just, uh, do they not make, or I'm pretty sure what left handed guitars are more expensive. Oh, oh, yeah. And I wanted to play right handed because they're like, if you go into a guitar shop, you know, all of the guitars are right handed. If you look at, if you like one and you can't play it, you know, that sucks. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You got to learn to play right handed. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's nuts, man. So my, my wife is uh, is left-handed and she, she, she's an artist, so she likes to draw. She gets like ink all over her hand because she like drags oh. her hand across. Oh, yeah. well, that's a true artist. You're getting the ink on you. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I put Stairway to Heaven on there for the opening yeah. song. Oh, uh, and uh, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd got me huge too. Um, all of the Dark Side of the Moon, you know. Play a classic rock beginnings kind of dude. <laughs> yeah so so like in middle school i was all about hip-hop and then uh oh and then something just switched in my brain to guitar for some reason you know man yeah okay. yeah okay. so you said uh pink floyd you got any songs you want to throw on there from pink floyd um definitely uh or uh money, money. Uh, that was the first guitar solo money. I learned. <laughs> yeah money yeah yeah dude oh, yeah. that whole album time the song i learned and the best to the best of I could. I'm not saying I could. I'm a really good. Was really good at the time, yeah, and I yeah. learned. I tried to learn money, the guitar solo to money, and yeah, and I had a strat. I had a Stratocaster that I still mainly use to this day that my mom bought from a pawn shop. So. Oh damn, that's nuts. Yeah. That's dude, kind of, so like I know uh, who is it? Um, Bill Murray. What's his name? Johnny Frank. He uh -huh. said that uh, his friend gave him like a uh, like a Miller High Life guitar. It was like a display guitar or something for like oh, a yeah. like a beer display, and that's what he uses. <laughs> no way, man! That, yeah, that's, that's... <laughs> oh way, that's that's wild, right? <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Wow, I want to I want to see him play it. I've never seen it. Yeah, he, that's what he plays. He said I, I heard an interview with him, and he said that's what he plays for for his live shows. And he said, I don't know. He said it's nothing special. It was just like this cheap guitar that, that a friend gave him. Does that come with an endorsement? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, he should be endorsed he should get some money hell yeah. that. Uh, i mean so, right amount of money right, dude. oh yeah dude as big as bill murray is and like it's nuts too because the dude doesn't hardly tour any uh yeah he yeah. gets all of his shit from streaming so yeah that's insane yeah stream streaming is a way to to kind of do stuff as a musician <laughs> uh so anthony when i interviewed him he mentioned that you were in a band with some of the Seafloor Center guys before? Yes. So I've known Doug and Anthony and Neil. I've, I've known them probably since like 2014 when I first, it started out with Craigslist, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like Craigslist musicians in Sacramento. And the, there's another Anthony that introduced me to Doug. Doug was in a band, uh, like a metalcore band at the time, maybe um dude that guy's awesome though uh both yeah. those guys have improved so much as musicians and they have a really good band Z4, yeah that's awesome so, yeah they're doing awesome that new single they just released is pretty dope yeah that new single really impressed me yeah yeah so uh you said you started off with pink floyd and you know yeah. led zeppelin and stuff like that so uh move a little further when you started playing guitar getting into it before say what was the name of that band that you were in with uh anthony and doug Oh, Anthony and Doug, uh, Misha Allure. What was uh, kind of the, the going factor in that band? Um, it was very progressive, like kind of like, hmm. Uh, 
progressive kind of metal, almost metal a little bit. And I just liked the intricate parts and the odd time signatures. I fell in love with pro- pro- progressive music. Yeah, like, so like the the sack bands. Yeah, dance Gavin dance type or yeah, dance Gavin. I definitely a huge dance Gavin dance fan. Um, and then got into King Crimson, my favorite band ever, the Mars, the Mars Volta. Um, uh, yeah, and at King the drive-in, Crimson. you know. Go with Dance Gavin Dance first. Oh, um, oh, the funny thing is about Dance Gavin Dance is, uh, so I moved to Washington State my sophomore year, and all of these scene, I was super anti-scene, um, <laughs> because all these kids would just have like these Dance Gavin Dance shirts on, and I was like, I, I cannot stand these. I, I'm gonna hate this band. I ever listened to it, and, and surely enough, like starting like 2010, I started listening to them. I was like, holy crap they're actually good and not just a scene band you yeah. know <laughs> yeah it was funny because i i was i hated everything about scene like all the scene i don't know <laughs> i was very anti-scene and just i don't know yeah like, trying to be self-righteous i don't know but i guess that's like a like i guess that's kind of uh prevalent over there in, in california on the on the west coast right yeah definitely. i'm in like i'm in texas so like the scene kid i didn't know what scene was until like fucking 2008 <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah it's a, it's a, yeah so my i had friends that i went to elementary school they moved, they went to a different middle school and they held all these bands like something mozart season have you ever heard of them yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they go to like hardcore shows and like just like mosh and i was just not <laughs> about that i was not about that at all but um, dance and dance was one of the ones who survived out of that and actually like metamorphosized into like something really cool you know yeah yeah for sure they didn't they, i mean for for a band to survive three vocal changes and you know oh, yeah. everything that they've gone through in the last 15 it years gives you inspiration to like not stop no matter what you know yeah no, yeah you remember yeah. some of them first uh songs that you used to jam to from dgd yeah oh obviously uh, it started out with uneasy hearts uh, uneasy the, hearts uneasy hearts way the most for anyone who doesn't know yeah <laughs> dance um yeah uh kurt travis was really cool um a lot of the stuff on that self-titled album that aren't pre- like really prevalent that have some really cool guitar work like um people you know has a really cool intro uh guitar riff. Dude, I, that's probably my favorite song and it's just yeah. because john mess Oh, John Mess just tells God, it like it dude. is. Yeah, he just goes he tells it like it is. <laughs> yeah, and dude, I I respect him so much for for doing that. Yeah, that's just an angry like like get that shit out of your system, right? Song, yeah, and having it as a closer is just like fuck, man. <laughs> but then uh, after I listened to that, I thought my because I was using an iPod at the time, I was like, why is it nine minutes long? And I thought it was just a malfunction. But there's an ending, like really chill part with Kurt Travis just singing Uneasy Hearts way the most in like a octaver kind of thing. I don't yeah, know if yeah, you yeah. heard it. Yeah, super dude, chill. I still jam that shit like to this day. I, I go through their whole discography oh, right now. Oh, dude, then, yeah, yeah, oh, of course. I've never really been disappointed by an album of theirs. I wasn't a huge fan of their latest one, though. I, I, honestly, I haven't listened to it much. I've only listened to it maybe once or twice through. But like I said, yeah. I've been so busy with doing this stuff since it you know oh for sure man yeah the grind yeah yeah you said uh at the drive-in at the drive-in uh i discovered them after the mars volta um i was like oh they're in a different band before this (laughs) right (laughs) yeah mars volta is huge though man golly did you see that kanye tweet oh yeah that like mars volta 2012 tell me tell me it again uh, he was just like uh, at the morning he added him and said we need to finish that that uh, record we're working on what yeah <laughs> Kanye no. added the Mars Volta <laughs> Kanye and Mars Volta that was right crazy. and it was like what fucking timeline are we in bro like what's yeah <laughs> holy crap dude like I listen to Omar's stuff every day dude it yeah. doesn't have to be the Mars Volta Omar is the guitarist and producer and dictator yeah. that band for anyone who doesn't know uh just his solo stuff is just like little treasures to be found i i was listening to it today dude when i was eating like really? i got fish and chips and just listening to his solo stuff man just resonates with me i remember when i was uh younger uh dude it had to be 
2004, 2005, something like that. I was yeah. 15 or 16, and I remember them doing a documentary about at the drive-in. Oh, really? And uh, uh-huh. yeah, and it was, I think it was on like Fuse or MTV or something. Uh-huh. And uh, and I was watching it, and it was like they at the drive-in. They were like, man, they were like the craziest fuckers ever on stage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, they go nuts, man. They go yeah. no more. Like, oh, how does I don't know how he's not like. He's probably breaking, broken a good amount of guitars. You're right. <laughs> like, it's, and that's kind of the thing with performing too. Is like, what I've learned is you sacrifice getting your parts right for in moving at the same time. Like, kind of like um, Mario from Chan. Mm-hmm. He doesn't at all because he he's his parts are very intricate and stuff. And it's an audience that really moves. Yeah. And it's just like I, I've kind of gotten a a feel for just like really going crazy and playing the right notes. Like I've been practicing that. And I kind of like have a mix. There's this one part in one of our songs, uh, in Roman Pilot's song, it's called Serotonin Love. Uh, it's about three minutes in, and I just have to focus and not move, <laughs> you know? So there yeah. are parts where I can, like I can just like jam out and, and like look at my bandmates, look at the crowd, you know, and just like not look at my guitar. And then there are parts where I really have to focus and be like, get, get this part right. Right. <laughs> Uh, so you said uh, at the drive-in. We'll do at the drive-in and then the Mars Volta. Is there any at the drive-in songs you want to throw in here? Like, um, stick out? Uh, the opening tr- oh, that last album they did in two thousand one, uh, "Relationship of Command." Arc Arsenal. Um, oh, th- they have a song that's for COVID related. It, it's called "Quarantined," and oh, it's yeah, really yeah. good. <laughs> "Quarantined" is a, a really cool song. It's a really cool bass, opening bass line. One arm scissors obviously is their is their is their biggest. Oh song. yeah, that's like their their yeah. And then uh, the Mars Volta, they've got yeah. massive fucking catalog too. Oh, yeah, dude, I have I, I have every answer you need to know about all my Mars Volta <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Bedlam and Goliath, my favorite album of all time, easily. Just take a good six minutes, listen to Metatron. It has so many elements to it, and it's very trippy. And then there's this one almost unholy song at the very, like the second to last track called Soothsayer. And it's very, it starts off with like field recordings of Omar in Israel. And they're, they're all like doing this, like chanting, singing with this really creepy vibe, dude. And then these strings come in and make it even really cooler. And then all of a sudden Omar has two wad guitars on left and right going with the field recordings and, and then a, melody comes in oh man dude it's insane yeah and it's just like what a genius man i <laughs> hope to make something like, like that in my life you know dude i, I will say uh, i was scrolling through your, your instagram trying to you know come up with questions for this interview and uh there was one video you playing the acoustic guitar and i think maybe you're oh like oh yeah sweeping Jack, maneuver the, and holy yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, dude thanks man. yeah shit <laughs> That's good shit, man. I was, I was, I was very impressed, dude. You're pretty, oh, pretty you. good, man. Anthony said that uh, you're one of the best guitar players he knows, so oh, I can definitely see it. <laughs> he, he's one of the best dudes and writers and like guitar players. Yeah, same to him, dude. Same to him. You said uh, King Crimson. Yeah, King Crimson. Yeah, one of Marzolto's big inspirations is King Crimson. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, I remember when I was a kid, I was. 14 so this is yeah 2004 i had a friend Mm -hmm. who was in the king crimson who was yeah yeah dude they're not easy to get into man (laughs) (laughs) and i i mean i he was like he was all about it and i i think i heard maybe one or two songs and then i i mean yeah completely forgot about him all these years the thing is i uh i listened to their 60s stuff i wasn't really impressed and then their 70s stuff, it was okay. it was better. Um, the more Robert Fripp got to be a dictator, like in, okay, there's 80s King Crimson with this guy, Adrian Ballou, and they, it's insanity, perfect insanity. I love it, yeah. I don't know. Damn, they've been around for forever yeah. then, huh? So, yeah, yeah, so those three albums in the 80s are called uh, Beat, just Beat, uh, mm-hmm. Three of a Perfect Pair, and uh discipline and those three albums man math pop math you know yeah math pop of that era yeah 
you know nice that's awesome. like like this like the dissect- dissectable you know not all over the place you know yeah 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 there's a say you get three songs off those albums what do you pick uh, um um neurotica crazy song um uh frame by frame is really cool um um and then oh dig me dude dig me is nuts um yeah um i don't know if you want me to describe them i don't know dig me yeah if you want to that's fine man Uh, i i just recommend listening to those uh, having the list just have their own experience with it not letting me just gush over it (laughs) (laughs) all right i got you man did you want to throw any of uh omar's solo stuff on there um yeah yeah sure um I, I didn't even know he had solo uh, stuff, to be honest with you. Um, there's this one album called Xenophanes about a Greek philosopher. And uh, it's kind of hard to get into. There, it starts off with this weird, like, per- percussive effect. But there's some beautiful songs called that are, that are in Spanish. There's one called Desarrago. I don't I forget what it means, but listen to that one, definitely, off of Omar's okay. solo stuff. So, uh dwellings how, how did uh how did all that get started oh um last or two summers ago my buddy and uh, my other bandmate and roman pilot um said that oh check out this band and it was lemonade um lemonade had just released on yeah. uh, youtube i was so, and that just really clicked with me and he said they're looking for a guitarist he said he might consider joining and then um i talked to my mom about it and she she was like why don't you try joining and i huge props to my mom dude she's been the best in my music endeavors and even me yeah yeah um and so i learned foreverists and sent it to uh their facebook and then i met with isaac and then yeah i learned some of the songs some of the songs played so played a little tour with find yourself r.i.p right find yourself yeah um that band is really good Check oh, them out awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. find yourself. Yeah, we'll add them on there for sure. So the Lavender Town, you didn't even yeah. do it. No, no, I, I wish I was, we I wish I was on that album so much, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm post Lavender Town. This is Another Living Room, the new single by the band Least. For fans of Basement, Superhaven, Balanced Composure, uh, if you enjoy what you're hearing, you can check them out on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. You can find them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at LeastFL. Another thing is, is I just started a Buy Me a Coffee, and it's just a way to kind of help support these episodes. So uh, if I've made an episode that you really enjoy or if you just want to help me continue to make these i've got some really cool perks um such as the shout outs and things of that nature uh just go over to buymeacoffee.com slash vi playlist pod and i've got links and bios and everything like that Uh, but we'll go ahead and get back to the episode thank you very much Your post lavender time. You were on uh, pick up before you go. Yeah, pick up before you go. I know you probably can't speak for him too much, but uh, does Isaac get his uh, inspiration from Kurt? Uh, he 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 <laughs> he, says, he he gets so much so many people saying that he sounds like Kurt. I would say he doesn't. I would say that you can definitely hear a Kurt. He's you, more. You can uh, hear. I totally. I totally get where people are coming from. It's kind of like I don't like to compare yeah. people like that because it's kind of offensive. Yeah, no, 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 it's fine. It's like yeah. people compare Donovan Molero to um, Anthony Green, you know, I bet he's tired of hearing that, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I would yeah. say that there's definitely like some Kurt elements in there. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, some vocal parts, it's just like, wow, they, they sound very similar. But uh, Isaac, like him, like being in a band with him, his voice is so much different than Kurt's. For I, sure. Like, not uh, to be a pompous guy about it. I think the the opening line in lemonade 
is probably where everybody gets that from. Yeah. The way it starts out is kind of crazy, but then his voice is so like powerful. Good God. Yeah, dude. he's he's got a powerful voice, man. Yeah. It usually like him singing in person too, man. Is it's just as good as on the album? Like really? Gonna, yeah. That's awesome, dude. He like seriously, like he his voice is. I don't know, and I've seen a couple of like videos of him, like, and he, dude, he doesn't even look like he's trying half the time. Like, yeah, dude. One time, one time we were go, we played this thing called Concert in the Park in Sacramento, and which was really cool. Most most people have ever played in front of. Um, he sung at the moment in the car, just just um, along with the track, and he killed all of it. That's nuts, dude. <laughs> it was like so the most impressive any vocalist I've ever kind of scene you know yeah for sure uh so the pickup before you go did you help write that song or um so kind of what happens is isaac has a little skeleton and then i i make my parts and i'm i'm a big effects guy i yeah i would say we co-write and isaac mainly writes. but lately lately it's been a lot of what we do we get together twice a week Isaac has an idea for a song. We add to it. We we t- move parts around. We say, "Oh, this feels awkward. This feels slow," and we all have an equal input. Everyone respects everyone's opinions. It's a great process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Man. I, uh, Isaac's definitely the main catalyst for Dwellings. Yeah, that's really cool. So, uh, is Roman Pilot kind of like your deal? Oh yeah, that's that's my that's my little little, little baby. How did that get started? You just so that there's another band I was in uh, called Ebb Tide, and I played guitar in that. It was a it was a piano uh, focused band. Shout out to John Johnston, my friend, who <laughs> was a piano player, and I want him to record that <laughs> some of those songs. But yeah, I was in a band called Ebb Tide, and then I had some mental health issues and left the band, and then I came. I uh, had some. I already had songs written and, and like for guitar, um, panties I wrote in high school, um, and uh, I was like, "Hey, can we? You want to record some demos or maybe?" And he was he was all about it. He like he liked panties for, from Ebtide, and so we did four songs, and we surely recorded them. Isaac got on a uh, space debris, and there's also yeah. one without Isaac on it. Yeah. So yeah, the EP has four tracks on it featuring Space Debris and Isaac kind of sang Space Debris, like some parts that he made for it. And I was really digging it. Went to the studio with Drew Owens and he killed it in the studio and we put it out and it has a great, has been a great response. So did you write the lyrics for it or did, or did Isaac? No, no, Isaac ran with it, man. <laughs> He's really? amazing. Oh, that's nuts, dude. Yeah. So like for our, for Roman Pilots, we're going to release an LP or, or record an LP. And I want him to definitely feature on he hasn't heard a lot of the stuff I've been writing lately, so I'm interested to see if he's writing anything over, you know, the new yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That song puts me into a fucking trance, dude. It's so uh, goddamn good, man. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Yeah. A lot of work goes into that. <laughs> oh, for you. sure, man. Like, the, from, I mean, even down, it's not just Isaac's voice either. It's like even down to the to the guitar work, the drums, like yeah. everything is. Oh man, it's so the, smooth. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. The funny thing, oh, dude, our drummer. It's such a okay. When we went to record just the the EP, he did everything in one take. The drummer, all those parts, Shit, all those. Really? Parts, yeah, yeah. That's insane, Alex, man. Alex, Alex Heisen, yeah. That's nuts, dude. So I saw you posted something looking for for musicians. Oh you have yeah, a, another project that you're working on. Yeah. So, so I've been very inspired by the shoegaze and dream pop, kind of. Um, kind of new wavy stuff too, and it's a lot less busy and more open if that makes sense mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to have um uh a synthes- synthesizers over it you know uh some fe- i'd really like some, uh, some female vocals over it uh Haley from mukotite actually i think yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, she's also good. in um tajane right yeah tajane oh they're yeah, yeah, great yeah. tajane Amazing, is great dude. she's got a great yeah. voice she's she, and you know it's her yeah like, yeah she's like like this sounds so, so stupid but i feel like she could win the voice if she <laughs> but, <laughs> she does, but she does have a really pretty voice for sure yeah. i mean I, i'll back that 100 <laughs> yeah 
I mean, like she's one of my favorite vocalists ever. Like, yeah. uh, and an even greater person, no, as great as person as she is as a singer. Yeah. No. So, and hey, she's shown interest in wanting to to do this too. So that's really that's really awesome. Yeah, and that's yeah. So, is there any other uh, people that you can mention that who who's involved with it? I'm still um, I'm still trying to think of who I want because I've been getting yeah. so many I so many you. replies. Um, my friend, my friend Jules wants to play drums. Um, uh, shout out to him. Um, this guy Don that we uh, saw his band. His his band's called Gray Gray Blue. Gray blue, yeah, his band is called Gray Blue. But like, if that thing comes to life, man, that that really, because I've always wanted to do something very that puts you in a trance, like you said, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. like even more, you know, that very a very chill, almost pink like a modern like Pink Floyd chill song almost, yeah. you know, but with like modernized with like synthesizers and so what I'm going for is just like the most complete bliss I've ever felt in my life and trying to like, I use like those effects, like the Strymon uh, timeline has this effect called the ice organ on it. One of a hundred presets on it. Luckily I inherited it and it is the most beautiful pedal. Like <laughs> that's awesome, it man. does, it does so many things, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there any, so you said like Shugay's dream pipe, is there any bands that you want to yeah yeah rosemother um Haley junkers from sacramento rosemother is a great um very, dream poppy band i would list i would um recommend listening to sympathy to get kind of a feel of what dream pop is a little bit mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of a weird niche kind of genre yeah and shoegaze there's this band there's this band called the the lsd and the search for god <laughs> and um Oh my god, I'm blanking out on the song name. Uh oh man. But that band, you know, you can kind of get a vibe. Yeah, there's uh they got two looks like two EPs, 2007, 2016. Yeah. Uh, uh this time I don't care backwards starting over in Starshine. Starting over is is starting the one. Over. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Dude, nice. yeah. Thanks for hooking it up, man. Oh no problem, dude. <laughs> If, if it had like 12 on there, that would have been a little hard to read, but it was only Yeah, five yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, listen to all of them. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, shit, we'll throw another one on there. Okay, that's fine with me. <laughs> Dude, I re- appreciate you addressing every project. Like, that's... Oh, that's man, just, like, no. I, I honestly do this just... There's a lot of uh, DIY bands that are kind of hurting right now due to not touring or anything like that. So I, I mean, that's kind of why I started this project. So Straight up not having a good time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> There's also a bunch of really... Uh, really cool bands that i've talked to previously yeah so. yeah dude you talked to anthony you talked yeah. to Andre- andreas you said yeah yeah andreas i was that yeah. would, you know, he's such a nice guy so. yeah he is he's a he's a really good <laughs> everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that guy is cool yeah is there uh so is there another thing i wanted to ask is because uh, i also interviewed strawberry girls oh for sure yeah yeah and y'all oh, are on man. the same record label right yeah yeah dwellings yeah yeah dwellings on the same like record label star yeah. girls we're gonna they, they, together eventually <laughs> yeah eventually right zach and i are always our homies you know like whenever there's a show in sacramento or something or if he's playing we're we're always talking he's such a nice guy you know yeah <laughs> a lot of people put us two together as like like the same kind of kind of funky i don't know <laughs> yeah but it's cool though i i they're they're all really nice you know um i i'm i'm just really honored to be on the label with them you know yeah for sure yeah they're they're as great like i said i say this all the time but they're as great people as they are musicians and songwriters you know yeah and i they uh zach's very influenced by the mars volta too and we talked yeah yeah see I, i i didn't get a chance to interview zach i did interview ben though uh and he was super nice. Oh, he was, yeah, he yeah. he told me he was like, you can put the Mars Volta on there. He said Zach's really into them. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> any any guitar player, there is like a any any guitar player I I meet definitely. Mars Volta is a huge. Yeah, I feel like you either love them or you hate them. I know some people that hate the Mars Volta, and I could totally see why. It's not 
um i don't know to the to the average listener there it's pretty chaotic I, I yeah, think, yeah, I'd yeah. Say, yeah when i was younger i didn't really like him but now that i've been doing these interviews i've had had a you know the chance to listen to a couple more yeah. of the songs like yeah. area tarka uh, and, uh, and uh, Area ESP. Park is good fun to get into, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they're, yeah. they're really good. Like, I don't know. They're yeah. Very, very intricate. Sounds like a, like, I don't know. I guess you got to get past the, like you said, it kind of, there's a lot going on. So you got to kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And another band that's an example of that is, I remember the day I got into the Fall of Troy. <laughs> um, the Fall of Troy is the most pivotal band, I think, in my life. I've, that's like influenced me. I was so uh, I don't think anybody w- was playing guitar like like him. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so they they were lucky enough to be on Guitar Hero Three. On yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember where I was. Um, I was in my friend's room playing Guitar Hero, and that song came on, and something just clicked in my brain that I have to like listen to this band some more. And then I heard they had screaming in it. And I I didn't like that at first. Screaming in music's a very acquired taste. It was for me. Um, I was used to I was this classic rock kid dude and then I got into progressive stuff like modern progressive stuff so yeah it was it was kind of easy for me because I I uh, I was pushed into screaming from uh oh the the post-hardcore yeah yeah yeah. so well before that I listened to like Deftones and Tool and Perfect Circle and all that kind of stuff you know yo for sure yeah and uh my parents actually broke my CDs because we were like you know we were real big in the church and so they broke all my oh, CDs. Oh, wow. They broke them? Yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> it's nuts, dude. Yeah. And so I uh, I actually, I was pissed. And I was like, this is, I was like 12, 13 at this time. So, of course, I was I was like, man, fuck this. I'm going to rebel. And like the only way I know how. So yeah. I found like the heaviest Christian music. So it was like Norma Jean, The Chariot, uh, yeah, Under dude. Oath. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, actually, my mom, my mom, who's the best, but my sister really liked Marilyn Manson when she was like <laughs> middle school that was, that was hilarious because my mom thought it was like badly influencing her but <laughs> yeah. it's just a phase kind of thing yeah for sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> is there is there a follow choice song you want to throw in here man oh I mean you can pick however many you want <laughs> if you want to get into them off the opening FCP remix you know everyone's heard that um for sure um, I can tell you which <laughs> there's a lot of people who uh, look to the follow Troy as well. So like Andre is and uh, yeah. the main songs that I have put on here is the FC premix, mouth like signwater, mouth yes, like yeah. signwater missiles, and uh, Wacko Jacko. <laughs> Wacko Jacko. No one yeah. really gets gives. Okay. Well, that was cool. Andre yeah. who put that one on. <laughs> oh wow. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'll do it. I'll do a different album then. I'm going to say um the dark trail and thomas has talked to me about it and it's about uh drugs so yeah and like yeah it's it's a really cool verse chorus and then there's this like this like really proggy kind of breakdown thing and that was i was totally into that i was was prog 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 still am you know but i try not to force it anymore in my music if it's something comes in like five or seven or some then it comes you know but i i I try to write like the best songs i can what no matter what time signature or how like how you know mathy is or whatever i think one of the craziest things is is growing up listening to the follow troy and then having i don't know it's weird to see he was like his own thing and now he's basically touring with everybody that he's influenced yeah 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 like uh i know he's toured with andreas and then he toured with just that whole like dance game and dance crew all those bands and i know he had some little run-in with chiotos for a little while there uh that's just insane how much shit he's actually been a part of in the scene yeah yeah and uh chon you know chon was really influenced yeah it's so fucking crazy, man. It's it's nuts. So, is there a, is there any current tunes that you're really vibing? Let me check my Spotify real quick, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, playlist for 
Oh, this band called Japanese Breakfast, which is also kind of an indie kind of band. I highly recommend them. Uh, this song called Heaven. Uh, yeah. It's just like this this girl, um, Michelle Zauer, I think is her name, and she started she just started her own project called Japanese Breakfast. And uh, I highly recommend the song In Heaven by uh, Japanese Breakfast. That's a very beautiful song. Kind yeah. of kind of a vibe I'm, I might go for in the new project that okay. we were talking about. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh my God, there's so much just weird shit like <laughs> all over the place. There's there's DGD, there's Dead Mouse, there's Toro Imoy. Um, hmm. Okay, uh, Slow Dancing in the Dark by Joji, who who is Filthy Frank. I think a, people, a lot of people know who Filthy Frank is. That was his like alter ego. You know on what? YouTube. Oh, dude, you know what? So I think I read an article that was talking about uh, PewDiePie. A PewDiePie? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was talking about how he had that little filthy era where he was uh, pushing the envelope or whatever. And they referenced Filthy Frank in the article. Because yeah. He was mm-hmm. like one of the first ones to kind of uh, push the envelope. Uh, uh of like dark comedy or something or yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah not really yeah. like the first ones but like he definitely popularized it in the modern like youtube type era yeah oh yeah dude he's and he knows no bounds like he if there's, <laughs> if there's something he's gonna make fun of it and people are gonna get offended and he's yeah. doing like yeah that's nuts man yeah <laughs> <laughs> we kind of made his way through youtube just being that guy that just, you know, does yeah. the most anti-PC things. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any, uh, uh, like, DIY bands or just small bands that uh, you think more people should know about? Um, you said Find Yourself, and I believe you mentioned another one as well. Find Yourself, definitely. Um, obviously, Seafloor Cinema. You got you to gotta go with Seafloor. Yeah. <laughs> um hold on i have a poster uh subtlety uh the band subtlety needs to be looked at more my drummer we used to be the the drummer in dwellings used to be in subtlety Uh, yeah uh you said find yourself what what song i'm a little biased because isaacs and manticore (laughs) yeah yeah throw that one on there (laughs) yeah the uh, the C4 Cinema's new single is actually called "Find Yourself." Yeah. Oh, I know. I I I'm, I didn't ask Doug about that yet. If that was related, I know people have made that comparison. I'm trying. I'm looking for my Spotify right now to see if there's any other. So Mukatite is a you gotta. Everyone's gotta listen to Mukatite because Haley's voice and um, yeah, the whole yeah. band is yeah great. Um. Oh, um, also Robert Fripp and Brian Eno's stuff. So Robert Fripp was the King Crimson guitar. He is. Um, this song called Evening Star. Um, at the end of Evening Star, the song, I got an idea from Robert Fripp. There's these three tracks of guitar that all of a sudden come together and they form the outro of Evening Star. And that's one of the most beautiful things ever heard and it makes me want to get a pedal that can give me natural feedback so i could harmonize it with my whammy pedal <laughs> you can geeking out with you a little bit <laughs> oh, that's good man that's cool uh-huh. is there a song from movie you want to throw in there uh obviously they they did a really good rendition of uh hail the sun song uh relax divide their version of it is just as good as hail the suns in my opinion yeah. Yeah, um, Phoenix, the opening track off of their album, Archipelago. Mm-hmm. Phoenix. Phoenix, I like Phoenix a lot, yeah. So, and then yeah. you said, uh, I threw, I went ahead and threw Find Yourself by the C4 Cinema on there, since it's their new. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then. Best with that. Uh, we already have Rosemother on there, but if you want to throw another one, that's fine with me. Uh, I'll, I'll give you one more, how's that? Uh, so this one's very different. Uh, it's called, I hope 
I think of bike riding when I'm dying. That's called that's the song name. <laughs> All right, by Neat Beats. Yeah, Neat Beats. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Another one of those songs where you know where you were and your surroundings when you first yeah. heard it. He said subtly. Um. Uh, what's it called? A brief. All right, and then. Uh... What is your favorite song to play live? It can be Dwellings or Roman Pilot. Uh, it doesn't matter either way. For for Dwellings, it's definitely Snake Charmer, I think. That song's just just a, so fun to play live. Um, and for Roman Pilot, we off the EP, our, my favorite song to play is Panties. Um, people really like Panties. Um, <laughs> it's weird saying that. Like, <laughs> I, I just call it <laughs> people. <laughs> We were, we were like having toying the idea of have, of merching just like Roman pilot panties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But out of like the 12% of people, the 12% of those people who listen to us that are girls. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if that's a great idea. Uh, could I open the podcast with the uh, face debris? Uh, oh yeah. Go ahead. Isaac? That- Oh yeah, dude, cool. that would that would be the best. Yeah, sweet. And then, yeah. so the the last question I have for you is, uh, the playlist is done. We got let me see what we got. We got thirty songs at the drive-in. Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Dance, Kevin Dance at the drive-in. Uh, we got the uh, Fallen Troy, LSD. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got of, we got a we got a whole like quest. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's good, man. That's awesome. You know, honestly, that's. I see it all the time, and that's kind of where I got the idea from. Is I see it all the time when uh, people within these groups, and, and it's like, uh, what, what was uh, some of the first bands that you started listening to, and stuff like that. And that's kind of where I got this idea from. Yeah, dude, that you're way. really good. You're really good at getting all the all the every part of music together. You know? <laughs> Thanks, man. Which yeah. I, I honestly I really enjoy the, the small DIY bands just because they're, I don't know, just. I enjoy that kind of music as well. There's, I've, been, I've found so Perfect, many man. good bands that I just need this, man. <laughs> yeah, I jam the shit out of it. <laughs> but uh, so my my next question is: is when when can we expect something from Dwellings? If you can talk about it. <laughs> okay, um, we have nine songs completed right now. Um, we uh, completed as in fully written um oh, and yeah. we're working we're working on our 10th and we are probably i don't know when we're entering the studio but we're going with drew owens who's done a lot like birds um cn var is um, he the one doing the uh the santino the michael santino or yeah yeah his project yeah holy shit dude i've watched those videos have you seen those no uh-uh are they good oh my god dude he's like him and uh and <laughs> michael franzino from a lot like birds they're like it's for his solo project and he's like they're like fucking undoing tapes and shit like cassette tapes oh oh, dude yeah they're they're (laughs) like they're doing and they'll drive do like this huge drive out to like this like like parking garages and shit like yeah just to get a certain type of reverb and that's so fucking nuts man yeah it's it's really cool i can't just wait to see what comes out of that oh 100 percent man those videos are nuts man Another groundbreaking like guy is I think is Michael. I think he brought Fender guitars into post hardcore kind of progressive or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And like yeah, he uses a uh, I think a I don't know what kind of guitar it is. It's got a hollow body. I think it's a Strat. I don't know. Hmm. But they so they didn't use those in post hardcore before. Like like is that? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a an odd. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm tripping. I don't no, know. Because I, I, mean, I, I know nothing about like I don't play an instrument, so I know uh, nothing about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, uh, yeah, he he just made it has his own unique sound too. You know, yeah. like he he was big on the Mars Volta. You know, Rage Against the Machine. Um, yeah. See, I follow him on uh, on Instagram, and he 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 gives me like really like '80s retro vibes, like just his aesthetic, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. And. uh he, I don't know. I guess he, he gives me those like classic rock vibes as well. Like like he's really yeah, yeah. influenced by like classic. Yeah, rock. He, he he definitely. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's there's some good bands in the '60s and '70s, dude. 
Yeah, for sure, definitely. But yeah, so you said they're right in the tenth. Y'all are y'all are gonna schedule studio time. That's really cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what about Roman Pilot? Are y'all doing anything for Roman yeah. Pilot? Yeah. Yeah, we have a full album's worth of material. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be called Bread and Circuses, the album, um, and we're gonna be recording and have have we're it's probably gonna be released in late. 2021 mid to late 2021 so uh for everything to be finalized so yeah, that's awesome man is that you're finding it hard to is it easier to write now that y'all don't have to worry about touring as well or anything like that uh, i the thing is i haven't really toured much yet you know um oh yeah, yeah okay yeah yeah so but it's definitely a creative force killer just being at home you know <laughs> yeah i can <laughs> you know? imagine man it's like super exciting to be on the road, you know, like, like when we went on tour with Find Yourself, we, I was in LA for the first time, you know, I never been to LA and uh, so we played at Santa Ana, like right below LA. So, that was so are really- you from like Washington area? Or are you from? Oh, uh, Sacramento. You're from uh, Sacramento. How far yeah. is that from LA? Uh, about seven, 600 miles. Is Wow. That- yeah, California is a big state. Oh, yeah. you know, Texas is a big state. Yeah, no, yeah, dude, it takes like yeah, you, 19 you know, hours. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe I'm, dude, I could be wrong, man. I'm so bad at distance. Oh, you're okay. fine, man. We are, I mean, like, dude, it takes, I, I know me and my wife went to Colorado on uh, on our honeymoon uh, three years ago. And okay. it took us uh-huh. 10 hours to get out of the fucking state of Texas. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, what's what city are you in? Uh, we're like I'm like 45 minutes away from Shreveport, but that's like that would take even longer going through all those states. So you got to uh, drive through, te- and it took us 10 fucking hours just to get out of Texas. Oh man. When, okay, going, well, like, I I would say it's like an eight-hour drive. I'm not I'm not, I'm, I'm yeah that yeah. yours is way longer. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's nuts here, dude. It, it's ridiculous. And I think if I so we're on the I'm on like the far east coast. Uh, uh-huh. east not coast but east side of texas yeah, yeah for sure so for me to drive from where i'm at to like el paso it's like a 19 hour drive no way yeah. is that... it's fucking oh, huge dude oh wow yeah texas is like a, one of the biggest places for for our genre too it's weird yeah texas... we got like the big cities so like dallas houston and austin yep. and san antonio yeah 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 those are like major cities yeah, that's a major, yeah. especially in the scene for sure. But I mean, where I grew up, uh, I think I had like 300 and something kids in my class, which a lot of people will say that's small. That was uh-huh. really big to me because my wife went to a school of like 70 kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. So, and she was, she's only like, like she grew up like 10 minutes down the road for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like, yeah, I moved to Washington my sophomore year. Of high school and there were four thousand kids in this high school jesus fucking christ dude that's insane yeah division one you know really good football team basketball team baseball team you know i don't even know where the fuck a school around i, I you know what the nearest school that has four thousand kids is probably around dallas <laughs> yeah like a three-hour yeah. drive for me it, and going there as a sophomore not knowing anyone was like the biggest like scariest thing Oh, I can imagine, man. The only thing I had really going for me is that I played guitar and jazz band, and I got some friends that way, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's awesome, people, man. yeah. Well, I know music is is definitely like a like one of those things, you know, that brings people together. So yeah, and it's funny. The only thing in jazz band I could really do was solo. I'm a terrible sight reader when it comes to guitar playing. <laughs> so like my my band teacher was like just fine with me just doing well having solo sections with like the jack the saxophones and then you know <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome man yeah so you play like saxophone and stuff like that as well oh no, no i was you just do the guitar you're the guitar in the jazz band uh, yeah i was i started off on piano when i was young and then i switched to guitar so yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what's up man I, you know what so what part of washington did you move to uh it's so it's vancouver washington Right above Portland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not, yeah. So, we, yeah. I went to uh, Seattle. Uh, Seattle's awesome. Yeah. 
yeah, I went there like uh, like four or five years ago, dude. And, that, and like that was like the first time I'd actually been somewhere cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, and, uh, three, it's a three-hour drive from where I used to live. So. Yeah, and so I I was actually in a in Mokoteo as well because my my brother moved to uh, Everett, uh-huh. and he was in Everett, and I went and visited him. So we went to we went to Mokoteo, and we went to. Uh, or how that's the fuck you pronounce Paul that? Troy's from. Yeah, and that's where Thomas yeah. is from. I didn't know that until like, I don't know, a couple months ago. Yeah. I was like, damn, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were at that. The at fucking that lighthouse. Place. I saw the fucking lighthouse. That I'm sure oh, it's referenced oh, 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 on his. Okay. Uh, wow, that's wild. I gotta, I gotta go there. It's dude. It's that is such a pretty fucking place, dude. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, dude. Washington and Oregon are just like perfect. <laughs> yeah. I went to like the space and you know, I went to the Jimi Hendrix Museum. I went to all that shit. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was a Jimi Hendrix Museum. That's oh cool. yeah, it's like right next to the Space Needle. You know, and apparently it's modeled after like one of his guitars. Oh. Yeah. What? Dave Grohl donated a bunch of like uh Kurt Cobain shit to that museum as well. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, it's pretty dope, dude. It's really fucking cool. Oh, damn. I gotta I gotta like check that out next time. Yeah. But yeah, man, um, that's all I got, man. I, I appreciate you so much for coming on, man. Thank yeah. you. See the t- time you take out of your chaotic life, man. Appreciate yeah, it. no, no problem, man. No problem at all. Yeah. Great questions. You're a great interviewer, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. It means a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It was, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have a good night, man. All right. You too. Bye.